All right, what a week. Last week, stocks made new record highs. So will it continue this week? Will we see a Santa Claus rally or an Omicron crash? Now, looking at the pre-market action, what's next for airlines after they cancel thousands of flights and much, much more? That's what we're going to talk about today. And today is Monday, December 27th. And if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. And that good-looking guy over there is our head coach, Mark Hodge. Together, we have more than 47 years of trading experience. And, and every morning, we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters, and also reports. And then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. Now, if this is your first time here, I know it can be overwhelming. So don't worry. We have a special video just for you that I will link to in the description. And that's a great place to get started. So, Mark. Hope you had a great Christmas <laughs> because uh, last week the markets definitely had a great Christmas. <laughs> I had a wonderful Christmas. I hope you did as well, Marcus. Yeah. I, you know, I know some baseball players might wear socks like all through the playoffs, uh, the same pair, you know, as a <laughs> uh, just to make sure that they're winning. I grew out my Santa beard just for the Santa Claus rally. So I, I think we're going to be good here. Uh, at least, uh, a good start today and a good follow through last week. Wow. S&P. Yeah, let's take a look at the S&P. I mean, the S&P last week finished at record highs. Barely, but it did it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we talked about this in the mastermind group. We were, we were saying that both of us felt that last week we'd get a, a push higher towards, you know, going into this week. I didn't think we we're going to make a, a new record. I, I expected us to just drift higher, and, and that's kind of what happened. But a new record, that that caught me off guard. Yeah, let's also take a look at the Dow. So the Dow also up, but just uh, shy of a record high here. And uh, also the NASDAQ, no record highs for the NASDAQ. But, but if you look overall of how the NASDAQ has performed this year, I mean, year to date, the NASDAQ is up 21%. The S&P year to date up 25%. The Dow up year to date 17.5%. I, I mean, these are big numbers. Yeah, can't be disappointed with those numbers for sure. All right, and now we need to see this week, is the Santa Claus rally going to happen? So let's talk about the Santa Claus rally. I mean, it's all over the news right now. So what is the Santa Claus rally, Mark? <laughs> well, you know, the, the Santa Claus rally has loosely become this idea that in December, the markets go higher. But technically speaking, it's a little more exact. And the Santa Claus rally is a specific event where the markets have a tendency to drift higher the last five trading days of the year heading into the first two trading days of the new year. And so that period specifically over the last 92 years, going back to 1928, the S&P 500 has gained 77% of the time during this Santa Claus rally period. Yeah. Now, 77% is not 100%. So it doesn't mean that this is given. But the good news is, if you also look back over this time, over the last 94 years, that the worst return during this time was only, what, 2.8% or something like this. And this was way back in 1968 and 1969. So, I mean, it could, we could see a Santa Claus rally here. It seems that last week it started. 
But, but then we also need to see that uh, we do have Omicron cases that are up dramatically. I, I mean, look at this. We're definitely here uh, in another wave. I mean, higher than what we saw the surge uh, that we saw this summer with the Delta variant coming in. And this is where it gets a little interesting because the numbers and the the evidence that of you know the the severity seems to to be high numbers, low severity, right? But then there's the fact, okay, so if it spreads so quickly and so many people are getting it, do the people who are most vulnerable, do those numbers really start to pile up? And and that's not what we've seen, but that is a concern. And it has, you know, led to some, you know, issues with travel uh, uh, specifically and also uh, cruise lines recently. Yeah, let's talk about travel first. I mean, we, we had the major airlines that, that have been canceling thousands of flights over the holiday weekend. Uh, and uh, I mean, this is bad. People got stranded on uh, Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day. And they say, well, it is because... Uh, Yes, our staff has COVID and needs to quarantine for 10 days. So even though it is not severe, I mean, obviously, you don't want to have a, a flight crew that has COVID on board of an airplane. And therefore, I mean, here, Delta Airlines this morning down almost 2% in pre-market trading. American Airlines also 2%. Uh, what else do we have? United Airlines uh, up 2.5%. So, I mean, definitely this morning, we do see an impact of COVID here on the on the airlines. Uh, it sounded like it was just a mess. And I, I want to say United and Delta were some of the hardest hit, uh, if I, I remember that correctly. Uh, but I also saw that hold times on the phone to try and reschedule or, or you know, re reassign your tickets another date is two hours, almost three hours <laughs> being on hold. Just a mess. Yeah, I mean, besides Thanksgiving, I, I mean, Christmas is uh, one of the the busiest days in airports and airlines. And yeah, this is not good at all. And yeah, you mentioned cruise lines. So we also got some news from the cruise lines here that are dragging them down this morning. Yeah, there were a few cruises that reported cases of COVID and uh, Royal Caribbean, RCL. Uh, that's You have Carnival up right now. So CCL, um, they actually had to pass on stops. And in fact, Mexico, I, I believe it was Carnival, wouldn't allow, at least it was one of the cruise lines, wouldn't allow them to actually come into port because of the COVID cases. Um, yeah. So and, and that's something that we were concerned about, Marcus, for a, a while. It, it's interesting that the, these numbers, the the dip is similar to the, the size or scope in the airlines. I would have thought it would have been a little more, uh, you know, skewed where, where cruise lines were hit a little bit harder yeah uh, because if you think about this hit. if you're right now on a cruise ship and you're not allowed to uh <laughs> to go on shore uh and uh, you're basically stuck there and knowing that there are several people who are having COVID, i don't know how many and we see that this is spreading very very rapidly i mean i agree i think that uh being down here 2.7 percent for royal caribbean and uh looking at uh at carnival being down three percent that's basically nothing. I, I would have expected a, a much worse impact here. Agreed. Well, we also have some some good news. And I mean, this is where uh, deply, despite supply issues and Omicron, holiday sales are up. Shop, shop, shop. So that's looking good, right? I mean, they're up 10.7% compared with pre-pandemic uh, 2019. That's a lot. 
That's great. That's great. And and this is where over the Thanksgiving holiday, it, it seemed like there was a bit of a disappointment, but it's nice to see that holiday sales uh, heading or into the end of the year, heading into the new year are, are solid. Yeah. So, so let's see well, what's in store for the markets this week. So we have a super light economic calendar. And I think Forex Factory, the calendar that we like to use, uh, just uh, forgot to color a few things here over the weekend because unemployment claims is not a yellow flag report. Unemployment claims, Chicago PMI, these are definitely orange flag reports. So they could move the markets. But if, if you look at this, it, it's super light, which is which is not unusual because this week, typically, we see 30% lower trading volume uh, going into the new year. So between Christmas and New Year's, there, there's not a lot going on and uh, there's not much on the economic calendar. And that's to be expected. Traders are taking some time off around the holidays. And so you have less activity. There is some window dressing with funds, you know, some rebalancing. Uh, but typically speaking, there, there isn't a whole lot of, of activity. And that kind of supports the, the Santa Claus rally, right? Not a whole lot of volatility, not a whole lot of, of, of activity. You have lighter volume and there's just this tendency to, for the, the drift higher. Right. So, so I mean, let's let's see what, what happens here. I'm looking at the E-mini S&P futures going into the opening. I mean, first of all, uh, in the overnight session, a little bit all over the place. But right now, going into the open, it seems that we are looking at a very strong opening. So the E-mini S&P futures up 0.3% here. Uh, the Nasdaq actually up, uh, what, almost 0.5%, very similar pattern here. And then we have the Dow that looks uh, almost like a spinning image of the E-mini uh, S&P here, uh, up 0.2%. So all three major indices are pointing to a higher opening. Good start, good start. And uh, like you said, E-mini e S&P right now trading at overnight highs, essentially. So that's a, a strong start for futures. Yeah, let's take a look at some individual week. stocks. I mean, so uh, one of the big news over the weekend is Spider-Man. Spider-Man reached one point oh, over one billion dollars at the global box office. And uh, this is the, the first movie making this benchmark since 2019. So ever since we are in this pandemic. So, uh, I mean, wow, this is great. And uh, you would think that probably uh, Disney, who uh, partnered here with Sony, would react to it. But Disney down in pre-market trading, and so is AMC. Uh, AMC is slightly up. I saw it earlier, slightly down. But not a, a whole lot follow through here. Well, what do you make of this? That is interesting because they really blew expectations. At least, you know, first weekend box office numbers just blow, blown out of the water, just completely better than expected. Um, so huge, huge numbers, but you're right. Uh, not a whole lot of uh, movement from AMC uh, or Disney, although Disney saw a, a real nice uh, move last week. I mean, Disney was up, what, 3.3% yeah. um, last week. So maybe a lot of it came from last week's reaction. So, and, and I looked into this. I, I mean, yeah, it's great that Spider-Man does a billion dollars, but there were a few other movies that were released, like, for example, the remake of The West Side Story, which bombed completely and also the matrix resurrection the the fourth installment of the series was released and i mean it doesn't do well at all so and this is where 
what one swallow doesn't make a, a summer, right? I mean, just one movie being a blockbuster movie does not seem to help uh, AMC overall or also here at Disney. But as you said, they, they had a nice pop last week. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what, what happens here with Disney. Now, and I don't know about West Side Story, but I do know that the Matrix uh, movie was released on HBO as well. So uh, interesting to see if, if that might, I mean, it wasn't expected to do as well as Spider-Man at all, right? Yeah. Um, but I wonder if if that has uh, an impact. And that's something that Disney stopped doing this year, right? They were doing the simultaneous streaming and uh, box or the, the in-person theater uh, release, and, and they stopped it. So right, might see the theaters or the movies go back to all uh, theater now. Yeah. All right. We got to look at a, at a few stocks that really popped on Friday to see if there's a follow through. I mean, we had uh, Nicola <laughs> popping higher on Friday, 18%. And it seems that there's a follow through here this morning of 6%. Did you, did you see what happened with Nicola? I mean, Nicola has been, uh, if you look at a weekly chart, I mean, wow, they have been <laughs> from uh, what a price of almost 100 down to $11. But now it seems that there's a little pop. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, its first customer delivery is done and signal that there's more to come. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so they are definitely making a move here this morning. Uh, then also, I mean, on Friday, we had uh, Las Vegas Sands LVS uh, popping 4% higher and also another casino popping up higher uh, win 3.5%. Uh, um, did you see what caused that move? Yeah, and I, I need to look into this a little bit more because we both own positions in uh, LVS. And the so casino stocks with exposure to Macau rose because the local government released the results of a review of the gaming industry. And this was something that was announced that kind of, you know, uh, led to some of this sell-off. Uh, going back a couple of months, there were concerns of exactly what the government would say and do. And they determined that there should be six operators. Uh, so Win and Las Vegas Sands, uh, both stocks that, that saw some benefit to that and up Friday. Although this morning it looks like LVS is down a little pre-market. Yeah, and, and this is where it goes back to, okay, the Omicron virus, right? And so since we have a resurgence here in cases, probably travel restrictions will remain in place for a while. But yeah, definitely some good news for uh, Las Vegas Sands because markets were nervous after the news broke that Macau is looking into this. Right now, uh, we are almost almost filling the gap here. So let's see what happens today. All right, uh, we have one more market mover this morning, GoDaddy. I mean, we haven't heard from GoDaddy in a while. Uh, let's take a look at a, at a weekly chart. I mean, GoDaddy is one of these stocks that, that, are, that are flying a little bit under the radar. I, I mean, look at this. I mean, since 2016, a solid run up, and they have been in this range between 70 and 90. Uh, for the past few years, if you look at this, I mean, it's, it's a super stable stock, not a growth stock anymore, as we can see here. So, uh, but this morning, a nice pop higher of uh, 3%. Yeah, and it looks like, according to the Wall Street Journal, that uh, an activist investor, Star Starboard Value, has taken a 6.5% stake in the company. So sometimes you have these activist investors rumbling things and uh, creating some issues with the board and, and who knows? 
All right, good. Final look at the E-mini S&P here, trading near session highs going into the opening, and we are getting ready for our trading. If you would like to know how we trade these crazy markets, there's a few videos right here, including my trading routine. And if you like this update, uh, make sure that you subscribe to this channel, and then we'll see you in the next video. Have a great trading day. Happy trading, everybody.